This is the Music Mentor Podcast. What is going on, my friends? This is Demian, your host of the Music Mentor Podcast, and welcome to episode number 223. So last week's episode started the topic of productivity, and I listed nine areas that I'd like to sort of divide my day or week and try to focus as much as I can, sometimes consciously, sometimes subconsciously, but I sort of grouped the most important things of my life in these nine aspects. And I ran through them and I mentioned them to you last week. But a couple of people reached out and asked me if I could develop them a little bit more. So what I'm going to do for the next three episode is, episodes excuse me, is that I'm going to focus on three areas each week. But as always, before I get started, I want to give a shout out to the wonderful companies that I endorse. Zildjian Symbols. LP Percussion, Vader Drumsticks, Remo Drumheads, Simpad Accessories, Gibraltar Hardware, Yucca Tape, Kala Brand U-Basis, Nirvana Handpans, especially their model, their Acolyte model, I should say. And last but not least, Ultimate Ears In-Ear Monitors, and I absolutely love their whole range of products. So if you want to buy any of their stuff, I can hook you up with a 20% discount. So what you have to do is once you know what you want to purchase, you can hit up my friend Joe Lester who works at Ultimate Ears at ultimateaudiojoe at gmail.com and you send him the code DA20 and a description obviously of what you want, links of what you need and if you have any questions about products, he will sort you out and uh, they just have the best customer service and he's one of the best there is. So reach him uh, and if you have any questions, let me know. So, like I was saying, the past, uh, on the previous episode, I divided my life or what I do in, in the terms of productivity in nine main principal areas, something that in to a degree I call the nine. Um, and I will at some point share with you all a detailed PDF you'll probably be able to download off my uh, website or whatnot about these in, in more broken down. So, I'm going to try to go over the first three of the group of nine, and they usually don't have any sort of specific order, but these three are what allow me to sort of set my day in motion in, in a productive way, and I really like them as they are and in, in sort of this way, so I try to focus on them. So this week, what I'll talk about is uh, mindfulness, body, and learning. So Basically, again, I'm going to develop or talk a little bit more about what I did last week where I feel that it was a little rushed and you guys felt this uh, as well too. So as far as mindfulness, the the best way I could describe it is that it's to me where it all starts and to a degree where it all ends, our mind, our thoughts, our feelings. But I always feel that I want to try to make a habit of my day and beginning my day on the most positive way in the most optimistic state of mind possible. That is what I try to do. And if that isn't the situation for whatever reason, at the very, very least, what I try to do is is to understand what I'm feeling and why. That is the main thing. And as it relates to mindfulness, there's four main areas where I like to focus on. And again, they, they, they sort of morph 
and they they can become one another and they're not necessarily exclusive but I enjoy the idea of visualization and it's a word that has a lot of meaning to me and you've heard me speak about it and it's sort of like the the, the most natural version of medic meditation for me and like I said it's been a massive factor and to me meditation and visualization are almost one and the same so I like to visualize either my plans my goals my dreams or I like to visualize specific situations that I want to live and when it comes to meditation obviously it's a it's an incredible way to set positivity in motion introspection and to be honest both this visualization and meditation take about 10 minutes each at the most and obviously if you combine them you can do it you know 10 15 minutes and that is massive for your day aside from these two one of the things that I like to do the most has to do with reading And I always feel like it's a very good way to start my day because I've, I've noticed that later or in other points in my life, I started reading when I was really tired or at the end of the day, and I wasn't really remembering a lot of things. I wasn't putting in action a lot of the things that I was learning. So I try to read basically right after I wake up. I think it's incredibly important. And to a degree, um, you know, one of the advantages that, that it gives me is that I can also mix it with... Uh, Another topic which we'll talk about has having to do with learning and education, with which to a degree, instead of reading a novel, I can read something about education and sort of or, or meditation, for example. So I'm learning about a lot of things at once and I'm sort of empowering the reading. And, and it's crucial that I do it when I'm the most attentive. And that happens to be basically right after waking up or shortly after meditating and so on and so forth. And one activity that it's incredibly important for mindfulness and planning has to do with journaling. It starts, you know, sort of your wheels turning and it can also be a, a, an incredible way to get in touch with your feelings and exercising gratitude by writing stuff down, you know. So sometimes I struggle with forgiveness when I forget to journal and when I don't do it. Same with meditation. Um, and again, this area... If you add sort of meditation, visualization, reading, which I put between 45 to 60 minutes or so in journaling, you know, it could be 10 minutes, 15 minutes. It's about two hours to start your day. So depending on when you start, obviously that's good. The second big area has to do with our body. And the notion that our body is our temple is something that um, we've heard a million times and I get it. It's very predictable and so on and so forth. But It really, or in other words, like I didn't really start to take it seriously until I understood that it goes well beyond sort of vanity and only health necessarily. A lot of things are connected in the mind and also in, in terms of stamina. So not only what the body looks like or what you feel, but how long you can feel good for a long period of time, energy, focus, and a bunch of stuff. So obviously working out is a first sort of subcategory when it has to do with this. So it's something that, again, it, it, it's more about more than just about getting shape and getting in better shape it has to do with stamina, self-esteem, confidence, optimism. And that is something incredibly valuable. Uh, the more my shoulders feel uh, strong or the stronger my shoulders feel, for example, I'm going to be more likely to play certain exercises on congas that I need. And that's just a, a very brief example. Running is very cool for me because it's it's almost meditative because I either think about stuff that I, I have uh, to deal with on a personal level but I or I visualize stuff 
or I simply listen to music and I try to make that an efficient thing where I'm learning songs or I'm trying to listen to the bass line or so on and so forth. So between these two, working out might take 60 minutes or something like that and running anywhere between 15 minutes and an hour or your working out can be running and you know you can have that within an hour or two hours at the most. Another thing that I love incorporating and I definitely see it as part of, of, of body has to do with my fasting and I'm a big proponent of intermittent fasting and without getting too deep into it, I would encourage you to read about it and it's something that is has brought only positive things in my life. So naturally, with the research I've done and the, the way that I feel and again, coupling that with the working out, the running, the physical activity, the stamina, the decision making when it comes to taking care of my body and of course, the mindfulness aspect of it, it's it's been a game changer. And one of the keys that has to do with breaking that fast is with what I choose to eat and put the first thing uh, in my body. And the first thing that I do is a smoothie. Um, and it's uh, it does have more sugar than I should have probably, but it's an outstanding way to start my day. And it's a ritual that I have with my wife and it means a lot to me. So the uh, Starting the day properly with a proper meal, and I don't, I don't mean that at the beginning of my day. I mean when I start my eating, um, it's not at the beginning of the day. It's in the afternoon usually. Uh, but it's, it's, it's the same way that it's very important to do something at the very beginning of the day. And what I mean by that is being awake the, it, and you're putting this intellectual stuff or, or this reading or meditation, which is very important. Same thing when you're breaking your fast. What you put in is incredibly important and it'll go a long way. Last but not least, the big, uh, the, the last big area has to do with learning. So for me, it's an absolute must to make growth through acquisition of information basically a non-negotiable element of my day. So whatever it is I'm choosing to learn or you choose to learn, the quality of the time that you spend obviously great, greatly overpowers the quantity. And we've talked about this before. So you and I, we need to impregnate the time that we allocate to whatever it is we're learning with drive, focus, intention, attention. And again, that has to do with when in the day we, we feel like doing, how we're learning as it relates to the, the amount of um, distractions that we might have around in a million things. And that's why it's important to at least be aware of it. So as it relates, or I could imagine that it can relate to you as a musician, obviously instrument learning or maybe music theory is interesting to you and you want to learn more about it. So for me, this has been basically the principal focus in the past few months, especially since the coronavirus hit. And there are several reasons why I've made this a priority. But if I had to choose one that stands out, to be completely honest, it has to be with um, teaching in a better way. So the more I learn about bass, the better bass teacher I become. The more I learn about guitar, music theory, and so on and so forth. Because it allows me to sort of learn these sort of shortest shortcuts uh, through researching various teaching methods and a bunch of other stuff. So learning an instrument, depending on how into it you are, it could be two to three hours or half an hour or one hour. So I've done that, by the way, through online lessons, through videos on YouTube, through ear training, and through trying to overcome fear and, and having these gold songs that I had on guitar and bass and trying to tackle them and just go for it. So I encourage you to do that. 
Another thing about learning that, or another area in which learning has come into my life more than, more than before has to do with languages. And I'm fascinated by languages, and I've learned a multitude of them, not, not in a proficient way, but I've tried to learn them. And it's, I feel it's extremely beneficial mentally, culturally. And again, if I'm reading something or I need, it, need to read and I don't feel like reading a novel, I can read something about language learning. And it's just, it's incredible. And I, I, um, I find they also help me with my music learning. And the more meticulous sort of I am with, with music or with learning languages, the more I can connect with sort of that academic side of me that I haven't done in years. I am writing, uh, you know, flashcards and using uh, highlighters and writing stuff on paper and just diff- trying to learn in a different way that is not necessarily learning songs because that's what my life has been recently. So it has allowed me to sort of step back into or revert into a student in a, in a very specific way. And one of the things that I tried to learn, and to be completely honest with you, I, I've sort of lost interest, has to do with video editing and, excuse me, video creation. And it's one of those things that it's, it it's almost feels like a chore, like I know I need to work on it, but I don't really do it, but I kind of do, but I don't. So th- one of the great things about learning, it's not the actual learning of the topic or the subject, but what you learn about yourself and what we can learn about ourselves and how much we're willing to do and willing to research and why we don't like doing those things. And it's a, it's again, it's, it's learning on, on different layers. And last but not least, when it comes to learning, one of the things that I like doing has to do with motivational talks and podcasts. The names say, say it all. So in this area, if you spend an hour or half an hour in motivational talks, maybe 20 minutes learning something that you don't want to, but you kind of want to, an hour to two hours with, with um, languages, you're talking about the learning part of your life anywhere between two to four hours. And if you add that with the other two hours of the, the body situation, that's four to five hours, let's just say, and then another a couple of hours when it comes to mindfulness, that's a big chunk of your day that, you know, 10 hours and, and so on. And then you start sort of figuring out which of these areas you like to invest more time and why. And maybe you can do two things at the same time and so on and so forth. But as long as you have intention behind those decisions and as long as you are aware of what you're doing, this can go a very long way. Thank you so much for listening. This was the Music Mentor Podcast.